Good morning. We hope you're doing well. Uh, man, we miss you guys. We just want you to know that we're praying for you daily. We're so glad that you're here with us and that we get to be with you uh, through this video today. And I'm just praying uh, that as we are together, that we will experience the presence and the power of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to begin by reading a verse that we read last week together in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 9. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 9. This is my command, God says, be strong and contagious. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, courageous. In fact, I wonder if maybe courageousness has contagiousness. And I would argue that it does. As we've been on the phone with you guys and we've been interacting in social media with you guys, we have been hearing your faith. We have been seeing your courage. In fact, some of you are Bible readers. It's just what you do. You're in the Bible every day. And as a result of our Bible reading together and people seeing that, a lot of people that weren't reading the Bible every day are now reading the Bible every day. And so I would say that courageousness has contagiousness. And so thank you for your faith and thank you for your courage. So let's read the rest of the verse. Here's what God says. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He says it so we can be courageous. He doesn't just say it, though. He also shows up so that we can be courageous. God didn't just speak from heaven so that we could hear him with our ears or read scripture, which is amazing and powerful, and it is our sword. But he also came here to be with us. Check out Mark chapter 4, Mark chapter 4 and verse 35. And as we begin reading in Mark chapter 4, we're reading part of the story of Scripture where Jesus has left heaven to live here among us, to not just speak to us, but to show up and to be with us. And so Jesus is on the earth in Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. It says, As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. So they took Jesus in the boat and started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. Now, the reason why they were in a boat is because they were fishermen. This wasn't unusual for them. It was their way of going about work, and it also was their mode of transportation a lot of times. It goes on in verse 37. But soon, a fierce storm came up. High waves were breaking into the boat, and it began to fill with water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. The disciples woke him up shouting, Teacher, don't you care that we're going to drown? Maybe you've asked Jesus that question lately. Maybe you're like, hey, are you paying attention right now? Do you see what's happening around us? Verse 39, when Jesus woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Silence, be still. Suddenly the wind stopped and there was a great calm. Then he asked them, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Verse 41, the disciples were absolutely terrified. Who is this man? They asked each other. Even the winds and the waves obey him. This question they posed in verse 41 is a huge, huge question. Who is this man? Who is this guy? It's a great question for us to wrestle with when it comes to Jesus. Maybe you haven't come to a conclusion on this answer yet. Maybe you don't really know who Jesus is, but you're curious 
and you're leaning in. We're so glad you're leaning in and we want you to continue to lean in to figure out who Jesus is because it's a massive question that we need to find out the answer to. But for many of us that are listening right now, we're like, man, I know the answer to that question. And the answer to this question, who is Jesus, changes everything. Who you know and who you are with changes everything. Uh, back in the day, uh, all I did was play basketball. It's just what I did. I, I lived it. I breathed it. Uh, every single day, I played ball. And we played on a concrete uh, uh, court outside every day. It's what we did. Even in high school, concrete outside court every day. We'd pick teams and we would go. The one guy that you wanted on your team, no matter what, his name was Trey. Why? Because Trey was a game changer. He was a baller. He was a winner. If you had Trey on your team, it didn't matter who else you did have on your team or who you didn't have on your team. The odds are you were going to get the W because you had Trey on your team. You could bank on it. In fact, Trey was like, he was like our MJ. Can you imagine taking the court with MJ? I mean, you're walking in and you're with the greatest. If you don't know who I'm talking about, then you have two questions to figure out. Who is MJ and who is Jesus? Both those questions are very, very important. Listen, if you have MJ on the court, you have a lock. You have a win. You know that you're walking out of there as a champion. You're good to go. Unquestionable, his success over and over again. Accomplishment after accomplishment. He's clutch. He gets it done. If you're with Jesus, you're good to go. Why? Because he has accomplishment after accomplishment to back it up. Starting with creation. Who created all of this stuff that we see and that we hear and that we feel and that we know? Jesus. You can find that in Colossians chapter 1 and in other places. And when I say like he created stuff, think about this moment. When he spoke to the wind and when he spoke to the waves, it says that they heard him and recognized his voice. It wasn't because he just simply made the wave happen or made the wind stir. He is the one that created the air that, uh, that, the, that the wind consisted of. He's the one that made the, the, the water that filled the wave. And Jesus, faithful over and over again, able again and again. So if you know who Jesus is and you're with him, you will have what you need and who you need to make it through the storm. Check out chapter 5 and verse 1. Mark chapter 5 and verse 1. So they arrived on the other side of the lake. Did you catch that? They made it. They got from one side to the other through the storm because they were with Jesus. Now I want you to look at another story in Mark. Look at chapter 6. We're going to pick up in verse 45. It's kind of a similar story, but a different story. Mark chapter 6, beginning in verse 45. It says, immediately after this, pause for just a moment. Immediately after what? Immediately after Jesus had just performed an incredible miracle. He had actually just fed 5,000 men and all of their families with just a little bit of food. An incredible miracle took place. Verse 45, immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and head across the lake to Bethesda or Bethsaida. While he sent the people home, after telling everyone goodbye, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Late that night, the disciples were in their boat in the middle of the lake, 
They were fishermen. This is what they do. And Jesus was alone on land. He saw that they were in serious trouble, rowing hard and struggling against the wind and the waves. Sound familiar? Not just to the other story, but to our life right now. Wind, waves, all this stuff comes crashing down at the same time. It goes on to say, about three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them walking on the water. Yep, that's exactly what it says. Walking on the water. Makes me really curious even more, who is this guy? It goes on to say that Jesus came toward them walking on the water. He intended to go past them, but when they saw him walking on the water, they cried out in terror, thinking that he was Patrick Swayze. No, a ghost. They were all terrified when they saw him. But Jesus spoke to them at once, and here's what he said. Don't be afraid. And then he goes on to say this. Take courage. I am here. Jesus speaks these incredible, powerful words present with them. There he is, God with them, walking on the water. And he says to them, don't be afraid. I see all the wind. I see all the waves. I see everything that you see. And I'm telling you right now to have courage because I am here. Verse 51. Then he climbed into the boat and the wind stopped. They were totally amazed. Verse 52. For they still didn't understand the significance of the miracle of the loaves. Going back to feeding of the 5,000. They had experienced that. They watched that. They ate that. They experienced the provision of the Lord. And it says they still didn't understand it. And notice this last phrase in verse 52. Their hearts were too hard to take it in. They just couldn't find the ability in their capacity of their faith and their mind and their heart to receive and to believe everything that they had just experienced. I'm thankful that even when our faith is struggling and we really can't see and make sense of everything that God is doing, that he's still faithful to show up. He's still faithful to be present with us. He's still present to come into our lives. Well, drop down now to verse number 53. After they had crossed the lake. Did you catch that? They made it. Once again, they made it to the other side. So they've gone through two storms, winds and waves. They make it both times, safe through the storm to the other side. So what is it that's like the thing that got them through? What can we learn from this passage? Well, is it seven steps to have a successful life? Maybe it was three musts to experience victory. That's not what I see here. I just see one thing over and over again. Guess what got them through? They just stayed with Jesus. They just stayed with Jesus. Listen, some of you are going to get this. The longer you just stay around Jesus, the more significant just staying around Jesus is. I'm going to repeat that. The longer you just stay around Jesus, the more significant just staying around Jesus is. What do you do when you're not where you're supposed to be? Just stay with Jesus. What do you do when things aren't the way they're supposed to be? Just stay with Jesus. What do you do when your finances aren't the way they're supposed to be? Just stay with Jesus. What do you do when you're stuck at the house? Just stay with Jesus. What do you do when your job, better yet your calling, requires you to go to the hospital or the medical center to work? Just 
just stay with Jesus. What do you do when your family and their health is on the line? Just stay with Jesus. What do you do when the boss says, I'm sorry, you don't have a job here anymore? Just stay with Jesus. What do you do when you are now your kid's teacher at home? Just stay with Jesus. Y'all starting to pick up what I'm putting down? Our mayor just recently made a post on social media. And in short, here's what he said. Just stay with Jesus. Listen to this again. The longer you just stay around Jesus, the more significant just staying around Jesus is. Staying with means waiting with. This is the part we don't like. The meantime, the meanwhile, the waiting. Waiting is hard. Patience is tough. Someone recently said, I had my patience tested and it came back negative. We don't like to wait. So question for you, how many of you guys are, and ladies, how many of you guys are missing sports right now, like live sports? Um, there's a coach out there, his name's Mike Leach, um, and he has a Twitter account, puts out great stuff. He put this up the other day, he said, day two without sports, found a lady sitting on my couch. Apparently, she's my wife. She seems nice. Well, listen, I think we're all experiencing this. Right now, this weekend, we should be experiencing the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. But March Madness has actually become March Sadness. Major League Baseball regular season should be in full swing right now. The NFL Draft should be a spectacle. The NBA should be gearing up for the playoffs. ESPN should be rolling out highlight after highlight. We all long for highlights. Sports and a right. da 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 we just wait to see those amazing mountaintop moments where someone does something spectacular. But right now the highlights are gone. The highlights are those snapshots, those fleeting moments where somebody's on top of their game, where everything happens exactly the way you dream for it to happen. But we're not experiencing highlights right now. We're in the meantime, we're in the meanwhile, we're in the waiting. No timetable. How long, Lord? N no answer. We can hear the wind. We can see the waves. But there's no timetable. Jesus, are, are you going to wake up? Jesus, are you going to come walking on the water? Jesus, what are you going to do? And I think Jesus has a question for us. And I think his question is, are you going to just stay with me? I think he would go on to tell us some things. I think he would say to us, I I'm here. I'm, I'm with you. I haven't failed. I haven't forsaken you. Don't forget who you used to be and what I've done for you. You used to be stuck in your sin. I, I forgave you. Listen to me, believers. If there's ever a time to rejoice in our salvation, it, it is now. One thing is for sure, we're all in this boat together. The winds and the waves that are crashing on you are the winds and the waves that are crashing on me and my family right now. In fact, last Sunday, as we were gathered, kind of like you are in your living room for worship, we had to press pause on church for the first time. Uh, we have a family of six and things were kind of going sideways and we had to say, whoa, 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 let's get this thing back on track. Listen, we feel everything that you're feeling right now and we know what you're going through and we're in this with you. And our choice 
Our best choice right now for all of us is just to stay with Jesus. Here's what Jesus says again in Mark 6 and verse 50. Don't be afraid. Take courage. I am here. So this waiting time that we're all in, it's not wasted time. We all have time to spend time with Jesus. So allow him just to continue to speak into your life. Just the way he spoke into Joshua's life last week in Joshua chapter 1. Allow him to tell you to be strong and courageous. Allow him to say the things that he wants to say. Things like, I'm doing something right now that you can't see. I'm doing something around you. I'm doing something in you. I'm developing your faith right now. I'm developing your courage right now. And in case you're wondering, Jesus says, I'm not a quitter. I didn't quit on my journey to the cross. I didn't quit on the cross. I didn't quit after I died. I'm not going to quit on you now. This helps us answer this question, who is this man? Well, he's not a quitter. And I say to you that he's the Savior. He wants to rescue you from your sin. He wants to bring you peace in the middle of your chaos. He wants you to not be afraid, even though you've got every other reason to be afraid. He wants you to be strong and courageous. Why? Because he is with you. Listen to me. Jesus is way more concerned about you and your family than you are. He knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly what you're experiencing right now. He loves you. He cares for you. He is for you. And he is with you. So again, I just want to put this out there and let you kind of wrestle with this idea that's massive. The longer you just stay around Jesus, the more significant just staying around Jesus is. Listen to me, the key to being strong and courageous, which is what we are all desperate to be right now, is being with Jesus. He is the deliverer. He is the provider. He is the savior. He is the hope. Just stay with Jesus. Let me pray with you. Father, I bow before you right now, and I just want to lift up every single person that is watching. God, we are feeling the wind and we are feeling, feel, feeling the waves. And God, the water seems to be filling the boat. And instead of the boat floating and moving forward and going forward to where we want to go right now, it seems like we're stuck in the middle of a storm. I pray that we would know that you are with us. And even though you may seem like you're sleeping right now, you are fully aware of everything going on in our lives. You have the ability to wake up and to speak to the wind and the waves. You have the ability to walk on water. You have the ability that while the winds and the waves are even still raging to bring us peace, to bring us strength, and to bring us courage. God, help us to understand that you are are with us. And the best thing that we can do right now is just stay with you. Because sometimes just staying with Jesus is the most significant thing that we can do. I pray that you would help your people, your followers to be strong and courageous. 
It's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.